So, like, take off to the great white north. Beauty. Beauty. Take off. It's a beauty way to go. Jeez. Take off, <laughs> you hosers. In the morning and I ask myself Is life worth living? Should I blast myself? I'm tired of being poor and even worse I'm black My stomach hurts so I'm looking for a purse to snatch Cops give a damn about a Negro Pull a trigger, kill a nigga, he's a hero Get it back to the kids, who the hell cares? One less hungry mouth on the welfare First ship him, don't let him deal with brothers Give him guns, step back, watch him kill each other It's time to fight back, that's what Huey said Two shots in the dark, now Huey's dead I got love for my brothers, but we can never go Hello and welcome back to Hosers. My name is Chris Killingsworth and joining me as always is my first co-host Carter Lupel. What's up man? How's it going Chris? It's going great and we got Thomas here. What's up Thomas? Hello, how's it going? It's going good. You didn't do like the Carter voice. Like, how's, Hello, it, how's, how's it going, going Chris? Chris? There we go. Mm -hmm. Perfect. <laughs> is that a thing now? <laughs> it's been a thing since they... Listen, I didn't know Thomas was mocking me. t-shirts. Yeah. The t-shirt would just say, how's it going Chris? <laughs> like that's... Kind of the bit. But anyways, okay, okay. Uh, Thomas, we have a very special guest on the show. Uh, introduce us to truly one of my favorite people who I've never spoken to in real life before, but this is pretty close. You go ahead. Yeah. So today on the podcast, we have Ramina Shalab. Yes! Uh, famously of the Calgary Inferno social account and also uh, icon on hockey Twitter, obviously. Definitely. So. Yeah. What's going on in uh, Calgary these days, Rams? Uh, it's very cold. Yeah, I can imagine. I've seen all the snow. When did you guys yes. get snow this time around? Was it July or August? <laughs> um, you know, just all the time. Uh, no, we got snow like at the in a bit in September, and then we got it again at the start of October, and then now it's snowing again. So yay! It's here to stay. That's <laughs> honestly insane. When you. Uh, I think you had mentioned to Thomas about like there being snow or something and you wanting to be rescued. I've said this on previous episodes. I just, I'm so concerned about your well-being sometimes with the snow in Calgary that I'm glad that you're able to make it tonight. But uh, yeah, let's get into it. So uh, we've wanted to have Rams on the show for a while. So it's great that uh, it's it's come together. Um, I guess we'll get start, started kind of where we always get started with new people. Uh, so I'll throw it to you, Rams. How did you become interested in hockey? Tell us a little bit about your uh, your hockey fandom from the beginning. Um, I guess I was, like, born into it because my dad was a really big hockey fan and, like, my uncles and stuff. Um, and then I grew up a Flames fan because I wasn't really, like, hugged as a child, you know? So, um, <laughs> so I hate my life, so that's why I became a Flames fan. But, yeah, honestly, like, since I was a kid, when I was, like, nine years old, we did this, like, pottery thing. You know when you, like, paint, like, plates or some stuff like that? Yeah. And I, like, painted this thing. It's all about, like, Jerome Ginla. So, uh, <laughs> nice. I Jerome Ginla. Uh, but, yeah, and then 2004, I was a little young for that, but I still, like, remember it sort of, like, the, the, the cup run. But, yeah, I don't know. I just sort of grew up in it because my whole family was, like, for sports fans. So, uh, so you, you were able to fit Jerome Ginla's forehead on a plate? Wow, don't go there. That is, I'm... <laughs> so so Jerome McGinley is one of my top five, so like, favorite <laughs> hockey players of all time. You strike me as a Kippersoft guy, yeah. but... Oh, don't even. 
Uh, Rams, so is your family from Calgary originally, or did you move around a bit as a kid? Uh, well, I was born and raised in Calgary, but my parents uh, are from Syria, actually, so okay. uh, they had no idea what hockey was until they came here, basically. But yeah, so I was born and raised here, though. <clears throat> That's crazy. So coming from um, a family that's, you know, not from Canada, as it were, from Syria, um, you said that you felt that you were kind of like born into it. So when they came here, um, was that part of starting to like understand Canada and like what Canada was all about for them? Yeah, well, my dad first came here in the 70s uh, because he ran away, so he wouldn't have to go to war. So uh, when he first came here, there wasn't a hockey team in Calgary because he came in the 70s, but he was a really big soccer fan because yeah. he like played soccer all his life. And then when a hockey team first came to Calgary, that's when he got really excited about it. Um, and he like tells me stories about when they won the cup in 89 and about how him and his friend were like driving down in a convertible on in downtown and honking their horns and stuff. But yeah, I guess like in that way, sure. I haven't really like talked to my dad about Canadian identity a whole lot, but, uh, my mom isn't really like a big sports person. So it's just like mainly me and my dad. Yeah. To me, that's just cool. I love hearing stories like that only because, you know, we've talked about it on our show before, but we're, we're like pretty typical Canadian hockey fans. So a story that is, is a little different is always one worth telling. So I like hearing about that, which is great. Um, so tell us a little bit about like, did, did you ever play hockey or have you ever dabbled in that at all growing up? Man, you guys are just making me talk the whole time, huh? We want to get your... <laughs> listen, we can get into the fucking gritty stuff whenever you're ready, but I thought we could... Hell yeah, I can't wait. No, I, <laughs> I thought uh, we'd start somewhere to get a little bit of background I, on you. Uh, yeah, when I was three years old, I started skating for the first time, and I was uh, I was a really good figure skater growing up. Like, I almost had to get a personal coach, but my parents couldn't afford a personal coach, so I had to, like, stop figure skating. But uh, I played hockey with some friends, like, on outdoor rinks and stuff like that, but I've never actually, like, professionally or, like, in, like, any sort of league or anything, like, growing up played hockey. I mainly just figure skated, but I played hockey with friends and stuff, so, yeah, that's it, really. No, that's cool. Did you uh, like own a Ginla jersey, or were you more of like uh, like a Gary Roberts? Like, what what was kind of your thing? Yeah, I have an Ginla jersey, but no, I was definitely like Iggy all the way. Ginla was like the one guy that like everybody knew. Even just like growing up, I would see a picture of Ginla in the paper, and I'm like, oh, that's Jerome Ginla. But <laughs> yeah, Ginla was the first jersey I ever got. So let me ask you, just like on the topic of Iginla, it was a pretty big deal, obviously, when he got traded and there was like some confusion. I don't know if you remember. I'm, I'm sure you do, obviously. Yeah, yeah about, like, about the Boston thing. Yeah, is he going to be? Because I remember like getting this article. I don't even know where I would have read it, but uh, it was like Hockey Buzz or something probably. Oh, Eklund <laughs> just yeah. dropping the sick rumors. But uh, how did you feel when that was all going down? So I knew he was probably going to get traded, but I didn't know when. And I was uh, out to dinner with some friends. And I, I remember exactly we were at the old spaghetti factory. And I, like, first got, like, notifications about, like, oh, like, rumors that he's getting traded. And then he got traded the next morning. Um, but I was sort of expecting it. But I was still really sad because, like, I'm like, oh, fuck the penguins. Like, why the penguins? But uh, I was still sad. But, like, I knew it was coming. So at least I was able to prepare myself. I'm like Dougie Hamilton. So 
Yeah, I didn't want to go there just yet, but (laughs) I think it's the only time I've ever heard of Ginla and Hamilton in the same (laughs) 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 All-Stars. So when Iggy ended up kind of ending his career in in Colorado, were you keeping like a close eye on him or not so much? Uh, Yeah, I was like, okay, well, I knew he was getting surgery done or I think a couple surgeries. So that's why he didn't play the following year. And like this past off season, I'm like, all right, guys, who's going to sign again? Let's go. And then when he announced his retirement, I was so sad, but because he deserves a cup. So I'm so upset that he couldn't get that cup, even though he should have in 2004, that goal crossed the line or that cup crossed the line. So, (laughs) yeah. Do you think like if he kind of finished his career on a high note, almost like Burke, like Ray Bork-esque kind of thing of, uh, like, not fizzled out like kind of a Ginla uh, did? Do you think it'd be, like, a little bit better feeling? Fizzled out. F- he fizzled oh. out. He well, fizzled yeah, out. no, but, like, Bork, like, Bork was basically like, oh, I haven't won a cup. I'm going to go fucking well, win like, a cup. Yeah, yeah. but, like, he, like, fin- <laughs> then he finished his career. Yeah, that's true. I guess he Almost like, like, a, like a Scotty thing. Bowman kind of did the same thing. Like, But there's that big article that, like, Again, it's like probably the most influential hockey player that doesn't oh. have a piece of hardware. Like, yeah. it's, well, like there's, there's a guy named Matt Sundin, but it's okay. Oh my god. Yeah, but okay, I think it, I think it means I don't know. Correct me if I'm wrong, Rams. But like, you, you're talking to three guys from Toronto, so obviously, like, we're the worst. But I think it probably meant more to like. Okay, hot take alert. Did Aginla mean more to Calgary than Sundin meant to Toronto? Yes. Yeah, because Absolutely. he had a success there. Right. Yeah. That's, that's what, I, that's that's what I'm saying. Yeah. I, I would say he was far more influential than Matt Sundin. Because like, we would have had Toronto hockey with or without Matt Sundin. Yeah. yeah. And, but just like as a kid, like, like point in case, as someone growing up, like you immediately resonate to Jerome Aginla as like a hockey fan just because of like w- the impact that he had on the game. Yeah. Like... Sorry, I didn't mean to overpower or overtake you there. I Do you agree with that, though, Rams? I do. And also, I think it's important as well. I know this isn't really, like, on this, but I think it's also important that he was also a black player. Oh, for sure. Growing yeah. up, like, especially, like, in the early 2000s when there was even a less percentage now. So... I would say yes more than Matt Sundin did on Toronto because, like, as you were saying, like, when I see him in the paper, I'm like, oh, I know how to draw him again, though, like, as a kid growing up, you know. I don't know. It was just exciting. Yeah, I think it just, like, and I mean, I don't know Calgary, obviously, as well as I do Toronto, but, like, I think you were going to have a buzz in Toronto hockey regardless of Sundin. But, like, in Calgary, like, you know, it's, it's, a, it's a pretty big deal, right? Is there another, like, flame that you would put on the same level uh, as a Ginla? Like, Kiprasov, probably, or no? Uh, no. Even, like, Kiprasov's high up there, but no, nobody as big as a Ginla. I'd even say, like, Lanny McDonald was pretty up yeah. there as well. Yeah, for um, sure. but And he finished his career on a really high note as well. But, yeah. uh, no, no, definitely nobody. Well, there, there's Flurry as well, but he, like... Yeah. Well, what, I, what's, the, what's the pulse check on Flurry in Calgary these days? <laughs> well, uh, well, Flurry has kind of taken a bit of a conservative side yeah. for some reason. So I don't know. Like, we used to all love Flurry. And then, like, I don't know. He, like, said some weird stuff on in, on Twitter a few months ago about, like, oh, well, if you're depressed, just, like, do yoga is basically what he said. Yeah, I Even remember though seeing he, like, suffered from mental illness for years and, like, suffered with, like, um, like drinking problems and stuff like that. I'm like, why would you? What? So, I don't know. I've, and then he's just, like, had some conservative 
ideologies lately and it's kind of weird so i don't know he's kind of fallen down on my like level i guess but well he's had he's had quite the run at things like he hasn't had the easiest like life and upbringing and career and everything but like amidst all the adversities that like he did face i like i even though he's been like fairly weird weird (laughs) weird. like we can't discredit that like Yeah. yeah like the like like the mental illness that is going on throughout his life, like yeah, and, yeah, and yeah that- no, and I definitely think like him along with Sheldon Kennedy were definitely um, like the pioneers almost of like uh, hockey players sort of coming forward about um, about like facing abuse in their like junior hockey days. So yeah. with yeah. that one coach who was abusing, like I think he, I think they said it was six players and like them two are part of it. So they were definitely like the pioneers of that, I think. So I definitely respect him for that. But like, I don't know, just some weird stuff lately, you know? Yeah. It was tough to see your heroes just kind of take, take a turn into left field. <laughs> yeah. right? I'm trying to think, I don't know. Do you guys have like the the flurry one, yeah. Like I kind of forgot about that ramp. So it's interesting that we're talking about it now. So here's a here I have a I have up one of his tweets about depression. Uh, so quote Theo Flurry: Psychology says depression is often the result of overthinking. Our minds create problems that initially didn't exist. Uh, that's our tough luck, buddy. Uh, and then he had another tweet where he was like saying, "Like do yoga and like you'll be cured." Basically, I think I think this one might be it. Uh, I, I'm sure there's a lot about just depression, but uh, we can all agree here that some people have had results as a result of taking antidepressants, while others have not. What I'm saying is, you need to be your own detective when it comes to taking or not taking meds. Ask about side effects. We all have different bit. Okay, that's not it. Yeah. Oh, well, no, 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 no. That was um, that was one of them because he was also very like anti-medication when it came to mental illness, and it's like that's not always an option for people. Like some people need to be medicated. Yeah, you know? of course. Yeah, yeah. I agree. It's <laughs> yeah. No, no, no. But it, it's it's good though. <laughs> I Why just came you? across this is a weird one. Okay, uh, before you diagnose yourself with depression or low self-esteem. First, make sure you are not, in fact, surrounded by assholes, George Takai. I don't know if that was a result to, like, it was back in 2014. <laughs> I don't know if it's in, like, reference to something that George Takai said, but... Yo, I, I really see that guy get quoted on my mom's Facebook and shit oh, all yeah, the time, bro. so... <laughs> must be true. Um, but, uh, anyways, so, I know Thomas had a couple of uh, points. What, what would you say people best know you for your gritty takes or your Dougie Hamilton takes definitely my Dougie Hamilton takes probably I actually got a message yesterday being like hey I'm planning on selling my Dougie Hamilton jersey but thought I would message you first since like you're like the biggest Dougie fan on like Flames Twitter I'm like well thank you Um, probably my Dougie Hamilton takes because it's been like going on longer gritty's been like a couple months uh, are you all joking aside like comfortable telling us like where the the fandom with Dougie started and my second follow-up question is uh, are you a Freddie guy or no um so I honestly don't know where it's how it started so I run a, a like a flames blog called flame for thought and the first time I ever like drunkenly tweeted about Dougie Hamilton was like in 27 like early 2017 or late 2016 or something and 
I remember like posting on my personal being like, help, I'm like drunk tweeting on F4T about like hating the Canucks and loving Dougie Hamilton. And that was the start of it. And like since then, every time I got drunk, I would just like get sad about Dougie Hamilton for no reason. Like people are like, why are you sad about him? And so I think like drunk Rams' subconscious just like knew that something was gonna happen with him even before any rumors came up. So like, I don't know, drunk Rams is an insider, I guess. Um, Freddy, I don't know. He was like, this is the reason we got him, actually. Like, a lot of people don't realize that, uh, like, Boston fans especially were pissed when Dougie came here on kind of a cheap trade basically like we definitely won that trade and they're like oh Dougie just thought he was better than Boston but he wanted to play in the same organization as his brother Yeah. and Boston said that they wouldn't trade for Freddie and Calgary told Dougie that if he came here we would trade for Freddie and we did and I don't know to be honest like he wasn't good but like I was like keep him in the org just so like Dougie's happy but then when he got waived and picked up by Arizona I think they mentioned that they talked to Dougie about that like before it happened so I don't know I'm impartial I don't really like Freddie like he's a nice person I think but I mean as a hockey player like you can leave I don't really care that much about you yeah I think we like as fans kind of maybe underestimate or undervalue like what some of those conversations look like because like realistically imagine a scenario where you're able to like concoct a deal and part of the reason that you would like resign or even like wave a no move clause is like oh my brother's gonna be there <laughs> you know well, what I mean Sabine's made a career of it and like the, <laughs> no no yeah no like, yeah I get the, the Benz did it like it's yeah yeah, yeah I get it I guess it's just kind of like these factors are like kind of weird when you think about it. like does the team have a chance to win like how are you prioritizing well, what that looks like right well, didn't the Christiansen's kind of do it in Nashville like they like one was signed definitely before yeah and then the other one came because of his brother yeah well, if I'm remembering correctly but I'm not sure yeah well they played junior together too I believe yeah, they both so played like, for the Ice Dogs if I'm not I'm mistaken not, I'm not gonna look that up you know what? I, I, will, I will put an entire thing of Reese Minis that are in front of me right here on the fact that they played in Niagara. He didn't pay for those. They're free. But uh, in any case, it, it's just, yeah, I, I don't know. I, I just find it interesting. What team did they play for? Hamilton Bulldogs. Not oh, the Castitsons. I'm talking about Dougie oh. and Freddie. Oh, yeah. Oh. Hamilton yeah. yeah. Ice Dogs. Ice Dogs. Okay. Ice Thank you. So I get to keep the chocolate. Uh, question for you Rams uh, when you think about how everything kind of went down with Dougie what was the most like insane rumor that you heard of aside from all this museum business um I think that was like probably it like the fact that uh what is he writing <laughs> <laughs> about like oh he would rather go, like go to museums than go to moxies with the team and it's like what are you even talking about but otherwise I like I don't know Dougie was kind of low key we never really heard any other rumors except for that okay yeah I don't know moxies isn't even that good of a restaurant so I kind of get they're like closing it down are they really well they've shut a few locations down in Calgary moxies is like where you take a date to like kind of flex that like you got a little bit more money than taking them to like Jack Astor's but 
Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Okay, I saw this tweet when it happened, and it was like, I've seen a lot of character assassination over the last few days, and I need to make one thing clear. Moxie's is just fine, and I totally agree. Moxie's is fine. I, hate, I don't like this hate on Moxie's, okay? Okay, all right. I didn't know you had such strong views on that, but I respect your <laughs> conviction. That's good. So before we continue, should we... Play the clip of Drunk Rams rambling on recently about Tony. Oh <laughs> uh, it's up to you. But yeah, I don't know if I've seen okay. it, so I would we love to get it. Oh, no. Okay. And then I'll add it into the actual episode so all the listeners can get okay. a little taste. Just, just warning, I was act, like, I get really sad about Dougie Hamilton when I drink a lot, okay? I like the filter that you chose, too. All right, let's play. It was play on it. Snapchat, so... <laughs> Okay. 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 Oh my god, Brian. So there's something in your home. I don't know. We can't put this on the show or anything. <laughs> oh my god. I haven't seen this. Rams, are you actually crying? I can't tell. I was crying. There's an actual video in like my safe snaps that was like without the filter, and I like there are multiple videos like throughout the year in my safe snaps of me just crying about Dougie Hamilton. Oh my gosh, that was funny. I was texting Thomas on Sunday morning, and I was like, I'm trying to think of stuff that we should ask Rams about. Maybe we should have her just read all of her tweets from Saturday night. <laughs> yeah, I deleted most of them. <laughs> There's still some. They were funny though. There's a couple. There's a couple funny ones that were like okay to people, I mean, but some of them are just not good. I, I did screenshot some of them just in case. Oh, no. As soon as Chris mentioned that, I was like, I should probably in case she deletes. Them. Just so that you can like decipher what you were trying yeah. to say, but that's okay. We can <laughs> save that for another time. Yeah. All right, Thomas, we're we're throwing it to you to ask some questions here. Okay, so maybe we're thinking about moving on because uh, we're talking enough about the stupid men uh, that we'll move on to your stuff with the Inferno um, so first in the league yeah hell yeah hell yeah, hell yeah. Actually, also the, I think yeah. it's legit the coolest logo I was gonna, oh, actually, everybody in the world. was that your bit you were gonna CWHL to Thomas <laughs> yeah. so Thomas no, no, no. for the show notes had all NHL notes no. and then Chris is like Thomas you wanna take it away here with the CWHL and then and I'm just making a on. statement you have the fuck like the for Inferno have the coolest logo Look, I have I'm gonna a bunch leave. of notes right here okay go ahead Thomas sorry no Carter no it's a cool logo yeah cool <laughs> we've agreed on that okay go ahead Thomas um so, I was going to just say, like, what's the day-to-day operations kind of, like, going through? Because you're pretty, like, connected, I guess, uh, you would say, throughout, like, having the GM's phone number is one thing and everything. So, just day-to-day, how it's, like, being kind of connected in that franchise. Uh, like, what it's like or what I do, like, day-to-day? Yeah, tell us, like, I think... Thomas is fucking brutal at asking yeah, questions. So, so what? So <laughs> first, so yeah. listen, listen. If he tweeted you the question, it probably would have made. Yeah, because I have time. So, <laughs> so first, Ramita. Um, so you work with the Calgary Inferno. Uh, one, 
explain what your role is and like what that role entails <laughs> and two um, just explain from a fan standpoint and from a professional standpoint what that's like being tied to an organization in the CWHL Okay, so what I do, my official title is their social media manager, so I mean, pretty self-explanatory. I do, like, random, like, press stuff, I guess, so, like, yeah, their social media stuff, but also planning, like, in-game events or um, doing press releases sometimes when they need it. Um, And then, uh, yeah, uh, it's, like, it's pretty cool, I guess, because I can see, like, insider stuff before it gets released, like... During the off-season, I saw that Brianna Decker followed us on Twitter, yeah. and I texted Kristen, the GM, and I was like, so Brianna Decker just followed us. Does this mean anything? And she's like, maybe. And I started <laughs> freaking out. I'm like, oh, my God, what? We're signing Brianna Decker? But, I mean, like, that part's pretty cool, but yeah, it's not, like, as big as, like, a men's league, obviously, so I don't have to, like, go into an office every day or anything like that, right? A lot of it is, like, my own... It's, like, a lot of responsibility on just, like, me, like, time management or, like, self-management. Like, oh, you got to, like, make sure you're promoting this game or, like, promoting this event and stuff like that. Like, there's nobody that's always, like, hey, by the way, like, we have a set schedule. It's basically just me, like, deciding when. Yeah. So, I don't know, a lot of responsibility, and I don't know why they trust me to do that. Like, I remember (laughs) when they first asked me if I wanted to be the social media manager. I was on a phone call with this girl, Tammy, who's the head of PR, and she asked me if I wanted to do it. And I was like, are you sure? You <laughs> Do you trust me? And she's like, uh, do you not want to do it? I'm like, no, 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 I do, I do. But, like, are you sure? Um, so we had Lexi Hoffmeyer on earlier this year. And um, she kind of spoke about, like, how the, the team here in Toronto is, like, facing a bit of underfunding and everything. Is that something that's, like, because you said the organization isn't as big as the men's organization um and like by scale that's understandable but do do you find like you're running into things due to like a limited budget or is that just a thing that's kind of close to home here yeah no absolutely so i'm actually not paid like my i'm just a volunteer position doing this and um i just only a few people who are like the volunteers i guess get an honorarium Um, So I'm one of them, which is nice of them to do. But for the most part, like most PR people, um, most PR people don't uh, don't get paid. A lot of it is just volunteer roles. So uh, definitely underfunding. And like a lot of teams require sponsorships, like from like local sponsorships, which is what we require too. So I don't know. It kind of sucks because a lot of people like don't think women's hockey is as big as it actually is. So... Now, uh, in terms of what, you know, the support of the Flames, forgive my ignorance, do you have a lot of support? Uh, Like, does the Inferno have, uh, you know, some relationships with the Flames? So, yeah, they are an official partner. So the three partnerships are the Leafs, the Canadians, and the Flames. And... uh, Okay, can you not dab? <laughs> oh, I, forgot. I forgot that you're on camera. Oh, Got okay. yeah, yeah, let me explain why that happened. Anyway, uh, Carter's so, fun. Okay. Uh, um, the, so the flames, honestly, like the the girl who runs their socials, uh, her name is uh, Tori. She's really good. Like when I email her, being like, "Hey, can you like 
promote one of our games or one of our events, she's really good for that. But the actual team themselves don't do a whole lot of promotion. So um, can you not put that pizza in? <laughs> Yo, Rams, we're having some... The, so basically, Carter's getting people blowing up his iMessage. So I had to put his computer on Do Not Disturb because he didn't know how to do it. And I forgot that we were still doing the video thing, and I dab a lot. So I'm sorry that you had to see me dab, because that's embarrassing. But also, now you get a feel for what I'm like. That's all. It's okay. It's okay. But yeah, the actual team themselves, like, barely, barely promote us, which kind of sucks, like, during their games and stuff, um, which it would get a lot more like viewership I guess if they actually promoted during the games on the Jumbotron like they do with the WHL or their like their other like junior level teams um, even though we're not even a junior level team like we're, we are a professional team so yeah. I don't know that kind of sucks but the people who can do stuff I guess like Tori who runs the social she's really good and like she helps us out as much as she can but yeah it just kind of sucks sometimes did um so Brianna Decker does a lot of writing of her own did your reach grow like when she came on and, like, her presence online, did that help it, like, with your reach and your numbers growing or no? Um, to be honest, like, I thought the additions of, like, the Americans we got would help. Like, Zoe Hickel, Casey Bellamy and stuff. Um, but to be honest, like, I, it was still, like, a, like, the growth that we got at the times we got was pretty... Um, uh, like equal to like what we've been doing over the past year so it didn't help as much as I thought it would but I mean it's still nice having them you know so yeah yeah they're uh, pretty great players I also like uh, some of the uh, social media banter with Bellamy yesterday got a few laughs <laughs> that was honestly very funny um, I have kind of an off topic question about uh, pizza because you made a comment about it a second ago. Can you explain to me what Pizza 73 is? You guys don't know what Pizza 73 is? Well, my understanding is that Pizza 73 in Western Canada is what Pizza Pizza is in Ontario, but I'm not positive. I, uh, I, I mean, how am I supposed to like describe this? <laughs> well, like, I is the, I guess what I'm asking, is the pizza good and do you guys have all the same dipping sauces that Pizza Pizza has in Ontario? Um, well, I'd have to, like, compare. But, yeah, I think Pizza 73 is pretty good. Um, they have a lot of dipping sauces. I used to get free pizza all the time because I used to work at a salon, and we had a pizza place right beside us. And the guys that worked there would just bring us pizza literally every day. So I got so much free pizza, and it was always Pizza 73. But I'm going to look at the dipping sauces and see I only if they're the same. Because I find, like, on a lot of Western Canadian, like, hockey broadcasts, there we go, I tied it back to hockey, there we go, uh, is they always promote Pizza 73, but if you were watching, like, a game in Ontario, it'd be Pizza Pizza. I don't know, I just figured you're a Western Canadian, I could ask you, but we don't, we don't have to dwell on it. I just Googled it, and Wikipedia says that it has been operated by Pizza Pizza since 2007. Uh, yeah. Okay, there we go, finally. Yeah. So another another case of Toronto uh, overtaking Western Canada. Wow. Oh All right. Um, I guess I have one last question about the CWHL and just like the, the expansion team in China, like just to get the growth and popularity. Um, in Beijing, like leading up to 2022, um, how does that work having one team? That, like, I was looking at the like the schedule for the CWHL, and like 
a lot of Canadian teams do like big runs in Shen. Shenzhen. Shenzhen. Shenzhen yeah. yeah. Oh, they do like they'll like Montreal's doing three days. There's a couple of teams that are back and forth for eight days, but then they seem to come here for one-off games. Like, is that, uh, how, how does they, that work for the schedule and like just the operation of the CWHL? Well, when they do come here, like they usually travel throughout Canada when they have games. So they'll be here for like, to be honest, I don't totally know just cause I don't know. I'm not that official. I don't know that much about it and I don't travel with the team either. So okay. I have no idea. Um, but I know like last year when they went to China, the Inferno, they went there for 10 days, but that's also because there was another China team last year. Yeah. And this year they just merged it into one. Mm-hmm. Um, so I don't totally know exactly how it works, but I'm pretty sure when um, the the Rays come here, they usually kind of have like a little bit of like a tr- like a trip throughout Canada. Yeah. Um, and then they just play like all of us in like a span of a few weeks or something like that. So yeah. In your estimation from what you know about, you know, covering the CWHL, who is like the next prominent uh, woman in your, in your estimation to join the league that would have the biggest impact on women's hockey? In and, why, and why is it Sarah Nurse? Okay. Uh, well, Sarah Nurse. Yeah. Ooh, I honestly have no idea. Um, I'm really biased, so I want to say Sophie Shirley, who played with us last year as like a 18 year old, and then she's in the NCAA NCAA now. But um, she is going to be really good. She's going to the Olympics 100. percent But like, who's going to be like the next like Haley Wickenheiser? I yeah. honestly I couldn't tell you. Um, it's probably well, like Marie Philippe Poulain right now. She is she's definitely the biggest one in my opinion. Yeah. Um, but I think like the Americans coming to the the CW as well over over the NWHL like Hillary Knight um, Hillary Knight Brianna Decker Casey Bellamy you know all of that I don't know I think that like shows that like the CWHL is like you know it's a good league I guess yeah I mean except I hate okay the one bad thing I will say I hate the Furies name because I almost accidentally <laughs> always spell it like furries and I hate it. <laughs> I do the exact same thing I'm like it's making the sure worst. That I'm like why would you guys pick that name? Yeah. So I always call him the fury and <laughs> I, I work with Lexi and she just roasts you she's like every time I, I say it or even in passing sometimes she'll like look at me and she'll say furies <laughs> for the longest time I called it the fury uh, I love it so um, shifting gears a little bit we're going to talk about Calgary and what's been going on with the flames the last little while um Quick question I have for you about uh, their prospects who come from Barry. Who do you think's hotter, Mangiapane or Rasmus Anderson? Anderson. Yeah, I share that sentiment. Well, have good. you seen Mangiapane's hairline? He is balding and he's like 20 years old, that poor guy. Yeah, they the both... testosterone is going elsewhere. <laughs> okay. Oh my god. What the fuck does that mean? <laughs> oh <laughs> Jesus. Look how big he is. He doesn't need hair. He's... I, uh, the only reason I ask is because um, I, uh, well, they're both, they both used to play junior and Barry, where Carter and I are from. And uh, I met Rasmus Anderson, like, probably the third day that he was in Canada. And he's just a wonderful human being. He seems like a wonderful human being. He's like a big boy, though, you know? Yes. Yeah. I like him a lot. But uh, 
let's let's get down to business here. Why is Mike Smith so brutal at hockey? And I when are the know. Flames going to get some fucking goaltending? I fucking hate Mike Smith, and he's starting in net tonight. And it, but it, like, it, it actually sucks because the Flames honestly have such a good team this year, and they finally made Michael Stone a healthy scratch, and so it's like the two European rookies as like the bottom pairing, which is great. Yeah. And like they're actually scoring goals this year, which they couldn't really do last year, and like our season is gonna be lost because of Mike Smith. Like everybody's joking around, like the Flames are gonna outshoot. Anaheim tonight, 45 to 15 and still lose 3-1. And, like, it's <laughs> funny to joke about, but, like, it's actually going to happen. And I don't know why he's so bad. Actually, no, I do. Okay, so I was, like, looking at his numbers. And, like, he sucks at – well, he sucks basically in every way. But, like, it's also, like, a point – my friend Ari was saying this, who's the managing editor of Flames Nation. And she, like, wrote this whole Twitter thread about it that, like, it's not necessarily Mike Smith's fault that he's old and he's, like – coming off of injuries that he hasn't fully recovered for. It's not really his fault that they're expecting him to be the starting goaltender, but, like, that being said, he still sucks. And, like, yeah, the Flames were allowing a lot of high-danger chances against, but I see that picture of Rasmus Anderson that you have. Or, no, that's no, Mike No, that's Mike Smith. I was going to say, it is his fault, though, that he has a few human skin lampshades in his condo. <laughs> terrifying. Let me get a, a taste of that. Oh, yeah. There's a reason he wears a mask. Yeah, I, I agree with you about the, the scoring chances and just, yeah, look, looking at any of the maps on him just stress me out. <laughs> well, the, the Flames have been way tighter defensively over the last, like, week and a half. But, like, even so, when they're allowing a lot of high-danger chances against... David Riddick isn't letting those in, so like, why is Mike Smith so bad compared to every other goaltender in the league? He left it all on the ice when he played for Canada. Oh my god! <laughs> so, in your in your opinion, like, have you seen a lot more? I feel like I already know the answer to this question, but have you liked Dave Riddick? Yes. And I call him Dave. I don't know if he goes by Dave. Is he David? <laughs> Davey. How's Davey Riddick doing? Yeah. Well, he uh. Last season, he was a really good backup for the first few months. But then when Mike Smith got injured and it was just Riddick and John Gillies, he was really bad. So everybody's kind of assuming that, like, yeah, David Riddick's a good backup, but it's only when he knows there's that, like, safety net of having Mike Smith there on the bench to back him up. But when Mike Smith isn't there, like, an actual NHL starting goaltender isn't there, he kind of sucks, which is a little unfortunate. but, But, yeah, he's been good this year. What would you say has been, like, the biggest surprise uh, on the Flames this year? And then what's been your biggest disappointment, other than Mike Smith? (laughs) (laughs) Biggest disappointment, definitely Mike Smith. Uh, No, biggest surprise. Honestly, I would say Bill, like, how good, I guess, Bill Peters is. Um, He actually, like, so, like, making Michael Stone a healthy scratch. I'm pretty sure Gullickson didn't do that once. Um, And Michael Stone sucks. Uh, and just like the lineup changes he makes, like if something isn't working, he will change it. Where like Gullitson and even um, Bob Hartley, like they never did that. You know, they would just keep the same line lineups for like twenty games and then be like, oh well, this hasn't been working. I guess we'll change it now. <laughs> so I don't know. I've been like pleasantly, I, I, I've been pleasantly surprised by by Bill Peters. Biggest disappointment. Uh, well, I mean, there's nothing else except for, like, Mike Smith, you know? There's a, except I wasn't, like, expecting him to be that great anyways. But I don't know. There isn't – this sounds, like, pretty, like, 
vain, but like there isn't, it hasn't been a whole lot of disappointment, I guess. Like well, over the last couple of weeks, I guess when the season started, their defense kind of sucked. But yeah. um, now it's been a lot better. So I don't know. I'm kind of happy. The reason I ask is just we were talking about it earlier and Carter got very upset with me. But from, you know, from your kind of lens and how you look at it and how ultimately how Flames fans are feeling about it, I feel very underwhelmed with James Neal. How do you feel about that? Uh, a lot of Flames fans feel a little underwhelmed by James Neal. Uh, they've been comparing him to Troy Brower, which is a little unfair because I like him more than Troy Brower. But I don't know. Yeah, it's taken him a little bit. But the thing is, like, it's if you just look at the score sheet, yeah, he hasn't been doing well. But, like, he's had a lot of chances, but he's honestly been so unlucky. And, like, he's been on a line with Sam Bennett, and he's made Sam Bennett so much better this season, too. Like, Sam Bennett, we all know, has been sucking for the last few years. But, like, this season, he's actually been pretty good. And, again, like, the score sheet doesn't say so, but he's had so many chances, and he's honestly been so unlucky this year. Okay, so (laughs) why I got so mad about Neil is... One, I think he's a great defenseman. Well, and you're also, like, the biggest Vegas Golden Knights homer. <laughs> Have been my whole life. <laughs> no, I... But when you... Obviously, when you go from a team that had a year, a year like Vegas did to a team that doesn't, like, necessarily... Careful. No, no, I'm... So, me. Vegas now... Don't... They don't... They don't have the momentum <laughs> to carry through what they did. But yeah. when you don't have, like... They, they were basically an all-star team that was seeing how far they could ride for the year. Yeah. And so when you don't have that type of, like, everybody poured everything they had into Vegas last year, and James Neal got a lot more support. Like, he wasn't he wasn't needed as a development player last year, whereas this year he's, like, like you said, by making his partner better, like, he's, like, he's looked on as more of a mentorship role this year and like there's different types of responsibilities put on him so obviously his numbers aren't going to match up to that Vegas team of last year so that's that's why I got a little heated as well now that you explain it no I'm just joking (laughs) yeah it's it's weird like I I look at their lineup and like you know I think Lindholm's been a really bright spot Um, when you look at the trade and again we don't have to talk about you know he who shall not be named but uh, do you think the return was good? Like, have you been enjoying Lindholm and, and enjoying Hannafin on the back end? Um, I don't think the return was that good. So the way I see it is Lindholm is better than Furland, but Dougie is better than Hannafin. Um, so there was no reason to throw in Adam Fox in the mix as well. Yeah. Uh, but to be honest, yeah, like I honestly, I'm really happy with Lindholm and Michael Furland as well as having a great year with Carolina. Yeah. But what Carolina fans might not know is that Michael Furland is extremely inconsistent. So like he could have a stretch of like three weeks of like having like a goal like averaging a goal per game but then he'll have like the next like four weeks he'll have like maybe three points or something like that he's he's really good but he's just super inconsistent um so I'm really happy with Flindholm because Lindholm seems way more consistent than Furland but I'm like oh I still wish Dougie was here over Hannafin so it still sucks I don't think the trade was super fair I think Carolina won a little bit but yeah so you should be happy knowing that as of uh, tonight, Furland is going through his first three-game no-point streak with Carolina. I told you, he's super inconsistent. <laughs> but, it, but it's his first one, so 
You never know. Do you have any thoughts on Adam Fox? Like, do you wish that he was still a... I mean, despite some of his, like, glaring fucking weird shit that Thomas <laughs> is giving me the face, uh, <laughs> do you wish that he stuck around as a prospect, or are you, like, kind of indifferent? He would love in Alberta, just saying. Well... <laughs> Wow. I mean, what, do I what? You would love the 10-month winters. <laughs> oh, my God. Well, he more love the uh, conservatism, but yeah. Yeah, he's like a really big Republican, so I mean, that's not super fun. But yeah, he was really good in the NCAA, but apparently he wasn't going to sign in Calgary after. But then again, like, so why would you even include him in the trade then, you know? Yeah. I, I don't know. It was, it, was, it was a dumb trade, but yeah, I don't know. I'm like impartial to Adam Fox because apparently he didn't want to sign here after. After anyways, so whatever. Absolutely. From a coaching perspective, I know that you had mentioned that you're, you've been happy since, you know, not happy since Gullitson's been gone, but what do you think has been like the, the brightest spot from a, a coaching perspective? Um, oh, that's, well, I mean, we don't have Dougie Hamilton anymore, so I can't really compare about like finally like putting Dougie Hamilton on a first power play unit, you know, but yeah. like, I don't know. The coaching decisions have been really smart when there, when there's like nothing going throughout the game through two periods and they're losing. Like they'll make lineup decisions throughout the game. Gullitson was so bad about that. And it took him like 50 games to finally put Dougie Hamilton on the first power play unit. And like our power play units actually look good and they actually put the right people on the top units. So I don't know. I, f- I feel like Bill Peters, like even though he doesn't have that much NHL experience, he is, I don't know, he's smart, I guess. And I really like our power play coach, Jeff Ward. So I don't know. I'm, it's been, it's been good. He actually like makes changes instead of like riding things out for like months when they're not working out. Yeah. No, that's, I'm, yeah, I'm just looking at the flame, the history of flames coaches. I'm just realizing that they've never really had a good coach. Just kind of funny, honestly. Um, actually, our coach in the '80s was good, Terry Chris. He was so, okay. There you go. <laughs> Terry Chris. Let him do a cut. Drag him around. But yeah, like, <laughs> but like, real, like, <laughs> right through in, the garden. In like history of NHL coaches, like the names that you want to see. Oh. Like they've been just run by the Sutters, pretty much. They had no silver screen coach or coaches. Yeah. Well, yeah, yeah. They, maybe they end up getting well, good. They, they, they did have Mike Keenan, <laughs> but that was their most. <laughs> Yeah, but, like, I don't know, man. Okay, I have a question. For, for, like, a history of, like, the Flames, like, being a team in the NHL. Rams, can I ask you some questions about prospects? Are you are you into prospects at all? A little bit. Uh, who do you think is the most underrated prospect in the Flames system right now? Ooh, that's a good question. Yeah, um, I don't know. I, it's hard to say. I want to say Manjapane only because of today, where the Flames recall. Oh, okay. It's not that bad. <laughs> it's, oh, it's a receding hairline. Yeah, well. well, since Dylan Dubé was put on IR, they were going to recall somebody. And since they recalled Anthony Peluso, who sucks, yeah, he's everybody brutal. was like, oh, they're only calling him up so they can just like let him sit on the bench. You know, it's fine. Uh, be a healthy scratch. Why would you call up Manjapane to do that? But Peluso's in the lineup, so it's like, why wouldn't you guys call up Manjapane instead? So, I don't know. I'm a really big Manjapane fan. Um, I'm also a really big Spencer Fu fan, but I don't think he's super underrated. But I'm yeah. a big and he's old as hell. Well, he's, he played, like, yeah, full played four, years, four years, yeah. right? Uh, yeah, what he's do you, a little older. I think he's 25. Yeah. What do you think of Oliver Shillington? Um, I... 
This would be a really good question to ask one of the guys at Flames Nation, Christian Rodas, because he's a really big Oliver Shillington fan. Yeah. Um, but he's he's good, but I feel like he's also like kind of inconsistent, and like he makes sometimes he can make. I don't want to like totally like shit on the guy, but like sometimes he can like make dumb plays and like turn the puck over and stuff. And I don't know. I feel like just like he needs a couple more years in the system before like becoming an NHL defender. But I definitely think he's getting close. But like like way like Balamaki and Anderson are way definitely like way ahead of him. You know. I love Shillington. I remember when he got drafted. I was like beside myself. (laughs) <laughs> that the Leafs didn't get him. But um, on on that topic uh, of the Leafs not getting nah, I'm trying to find a way to segue this. It's not working. I know that you guys got some spare parts uh, from not kind of through proxy, I guess, uh, by the Leafs. Uh, do you know what's going on with Kirby Reichel or Renat Valiev? How are, how are the fellows doing? I haven't been paying attention that much to them. But, well, they, they're both uh, not very good, so... Okay. Oh, thank you. I just... Well, I just... I want to give you the scouting report. Kirby Reichel, former first overall pick, so he'll get chance after chance after chance after chance. Kirby Reichel was a first overall pick? He sure first, was. First round pick. First... Yeah. Oh, Did I say okay. first overall? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I'm telling lies. Yeah, first no. overall. What? First what? overall. Put your chips in that basket. <laughs> <laughs> I meant to Let say me first round pick. pick. I think he was, was second... 22nd no, overall. he was 21st overall to Columbus. He was 19. Bank it. 19. Pretty close. Pretty close. Okay. Uh, Okay. Are you going to ask any questions about why Calgary can't get a new arena? Oh, Oh my gosh. Can we not talk about the arena? Can you just, Uh, from your perspective, doesn't have to be very long. I just, I don't know much about Calgary's politics other than they're, they're pretty conservative there. Um, What's, what's the story with the arena? Just real quick so that I can explain it to Carter after. (laughs) <laughs> okay, you so, just you won't get um, it the I've first time. Like, I've actually been on like what multiple like CBC calls because of the stupid arena. <laughs> but like basically, the the team is just like super money hungry and doesn't want to spend money on their shiny new building. Um, like fuck Ken King, I hate Ken King. But anyway, so the city offered a way more than fair offer where the city would pay for um one third of the arena and the ownership would pay for two thirds. But the owners, uh, like the Calgary Flames or Calgary Sports and Entertainment Corporation, would get 100% of the revenues for, like, whatever events they held. And the the Flames turned it down, and people didn't know what the offer was. So everybody was, like, on Nenshi and was like, oh, you don't want sports, blah, 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 you don't care about hockey. But then when it came out that that's what the offer was, everybody was like, a lot more people were on Nenshi's side. They're like, no, that that offer was way more than fair. So I don't know. That's basically what it's at. And then the Flames, like, tried to threaten, like, oh, well, we can just relocate if we want to try to, like, scare people into right. not voting Nenshi before the elections, but it had the opposite effect and, like, Nenshi won again because people were like, no, you guys are stupid. Like, we're, like they talked to, like, people in Calgary as if they were stupid, basically. Yeah. Um, so people re-voted Nenshi, so that was great. I'm really happy about that. Like, fuck you guys, the ownership group. Like, I hate them. I hate old white men. All offense. <laughs> True. Yeah, so yeah. I will let Chris explain that to me later. That sounds like a lot of moving parts. <laughs> I just didn't know how to transition the conversation, so I was... Um, I don't know. Really quick, um, I need you to do the 
Oh, fuck yeah. No, I'm not doing it. <laughs> Just, like, really quick. No, I can't. It's a voice that I One don't time. do for the podcast. No, it, we'll cut it out. Cut. I'm not doing it's it. It's for Dan. Just <laughs> me saying, oh, fuck yeah, but, like, in, like, a stupid voice. Yeah. Like, oh, fuck yeah, like that. But better. <laughs> no, I'm not doing it. Come on. No, we're fucking... Can you do it for your guest? I would yeah, do it for you, Rams. Yeah, so basically, oh like... Oh, my God, I've known him for over 10 my years. My fiance and I, I don't know when this started, but her and I do this, like, voice all the time back and forth to each other. It's not sexual. It's supposed to sound sexual, but it's not. And it's just, like, going, like, oh, fuck yeah. Like, I don't no, know why better, though. <laughs> well, we do it, yeah, but we do it, like... Do it louder. I'll be like, oh, hey, like, if you're going to go to No Frills, like, can you grab some bread? And she'll be like, oh, fuck yeah. <laughs> And we just, that's just a, a bit that we do. And now Carter's trying to make me do it in public. I'm going to get fucking arrested. And that'll be the end of it. So. Oh, okay. Relationships sound not cool. Um. <laughs> no, relationships are, are, are pretty cool. But I think the challenge no, here is. I don't think so. Well, what's going on with you and Gritty? Is he not returning your calls? <laughs> yeah, he won't. Like, I invited him out when it was my birthday. I was like, Gritty, yo, come on. Like, it's my birthday, you know? And then he, like, never fucking answered well, he, me. Well, he's he also got those fucking, yeah. like, googly eyes. I don't know if he... Maybe he didn't see your he, message. He can't speak, so maybe his translator was busy that night. <laughs> yeah. Maybe. Okay, so let's talk about your infatuation here with Gritty. So, True Blue, what is your take on Gritty? Do you think it makes sense or... Do you think that Flyers fans are just, like, enamored with him, but they're not going to give a fuck, like, a year from now? Um, no. Gritty will be important, like, 20 years from now, okay? So... Okay. I don't, I, sh- I don't I have that take. Like a- no, I'm good with Gritty. I think Gritty's great. He's but- as timeless as the franchise as Lindros is. Oh, maybe. <laughs> yeah, Who's, more <laughs> Who's the... F- uh, do you remember when uh, Stockton became a team and they had that flame that killed uh-huh. all those firefighters? No, oh, I was like, I thought you were going to mention something else about like when Harvey the Hound was like leaning over the coach. <laughs> no, I'm not familiar with that. Oh, oh, you're, oh, I love like, Harvey. This is like pretty like, like uh, a popular video where like Harvey the Hound was leaning over the glass and like his the coach was pissed off and he like ripped out his tongue. Oh my God, what? <laughs> yeah, Actually, well, was it, was it I, knew, I know who that Harvey the Hound was at that time. Was it Craig McTavish? Uh, oh, it may have been. Hold Literally, on. there's a there's a video on the Edmonton Oilers official YouTube account. Craig McTavish. Yep, that's. Oh my yeah. god, that is kind of fucked up. We, we're just watching it. Yeah. Funny. So. Oh my god, that's horrifying. Imagine you were like a little kid at that. Imagine Carlton the Bear got his like head knocked off. <laughs> what the fuck? Just his eyes just taken out. Just oh like. my god. So aside from gritty, like. You, you know the story I'm talking about with Stockton's mascot, right? I don't think so. So, correct me if I'm the wrong. Stockton we, Chiefs, right? Or no, no, no. Chiefs. Stockton's... So, basically, Stockton, when they became an AHL team, like the affiliate of Calgary, they were trying to find a mascot, and they had this mascot called Scorch. Does that ring a bell at all to you, Rams? It doesn't. So, Scorch was this, like, flame, or, like, looks kind of like a flame, and the backstory was is that Scorch killed all these firefighters and I'm gonna get Thomas to send it to you on Twitter. Hold on. Oh my god. It's like legitimately horrifying. Yeah, Mike, and if we're Michael talking Scott about mascots, we gotta talk about Scorch. 
Okay, it's I'm looking at it. Honestly, fucked. I can't. Oh, this picture. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah. yeah, yeah. I know about this. He's my favorite mascot of all yeah, time. Yeah, I love him. Oh, no, you know what? It wasn't. Was this when they were in Adirondack <laughs> still? Yeah. They weren't. Yeah, yeah. Was the age, yeah right? that's yeah. older than when they relocated to Stockton. Yeah, my bad. Adirondack. Yeah, the, have you seen the, the mascot reveal? Is honestly one of the most <laughs> fucked up 30 second videos I've ever seen. <laughs> it's so fucked up. But uh, do you have a, like a second favorite mascot in the league, or is it just Harvey the Hound and then Gritty? Probably Harvey the Hound and then Gritty. Um, the most, like, the scariest mascot would definitely be the Oilers mascot because why the fuck does he have abs? Hunter. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, uh, honestly, Thomas sends me photos of Hunter like once a week and it's <laughs> awful. It. It's great. I hate it. But yeah, I think when it comes to mascots, like the thing about Gritty is that it's like we've talked about Gritty a lot on the show, but. It's just crazy to me, like, how he's, like, so much bigger than hockey. Like, so many people know who Gritty is just because of how fucking insane he looks. So, from, like, a social media standpoint, like, I work at an advertising agency. Shout out. Love all the free candy. Just saying. (laughs) I've been crushing scores back here. But anyway. And, like, from a social media and, like, PR perspective, I think it was one of the smartest things. Not only, like... Philadelphia as a franchise, but like one of the smartest things that come out of the NHL in like the longest yeah. times, just in regards to like like reaching your tactics or like achieving your tactics. Yeah, like a new audience almost. Like from like your like professional opinion, like in regards to social media and PR and reach, like like do you feel the same way? Like that's my like take. I think Carter is asking you, Rams, if they if you could see the Inferno implementing like a similar character to Gritty. Um, probably not. Not anytime <laughs> soon. But if they wanted to bring in a mascot, I would definitely recommend making it like gritty esque. Just because yeah, that was such a smart move by their PR department. I don't know who came up with the idea, but it was such a smart move. Yeah, I think we we joked earlier that it was just a group of interns that they locked in the basement <laughs> didn't let them out until they had an idea. Did you, so, like, with social media being, like, a great place but awful, like, like also, I would say also but came out awful, that's what I was trying to say, a good and an awful place. Have you had any, like, negative run-ins on Inferno Twitter land or no? Um, not really. Wait, why am I hearing myself so clearly? Oh, sorry, I like... I, like, can hear myself now, and I couldn't hear myself before. Like, you sound great. Yeah, Don't worry funny. about it. You sound great. Okay, thank you. Um, but, I mean, not really... Na- oh, okay, I don't hear myself anymore. Sorry. Okay. <laughs> um, it's fine. Um, no, not really, like, negative runnings. I guess, like, sometimes people don't realize that, like... Um, like if I don't, so like I said, I'm a volunteer. So like, obviously I'm doing this because I want to grow the game. Um, and some people like don't know that and that's nobody's fault or anything. Um, but sometimes people don't realize that and like, they will get mad if I don't like retweet an interview somebody did with like one of our players or something like that, or a story they wrote about one of our players. And like one time I got this, this like ad on Twitter and it was during the off season when like after we signed Decker and Bellamy, so like we were getting lots of notifications 
Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, they haven't even, like, shared this. Like, do they even care about growing the game? And I'm like, fuck you. Obviously, I care about growing the game. Why else <laughs> yeah. would I do this? So, I don't know. Like, stuff like that can be kind of annoying. But, and also, like, sometimes if I make a joke, like, sometimes, like, older white women don't, like, get it. True. Yo, call <laughs> a spade a spade. They're awful. I'm with you. Like, with the blades, they, like, had a tweet. Or, like... Um, we were up eight nothing against them, and I like made a tweet. I'm like, can you guys quickly score two goals so I can make the joke? I'd hate to be a Blades fan right now. <laughs> one girl like quote tweeted and was like, well, this is ignorant and distasteful. And oh I'm like, okay, God. Terry, like whatever. <laughs> You're like, okay, Susan, take a fucking seat. You're fine. <laughs> <laughs> That's yeah. incredible. Yeah, I always thought like how just. You know, there, there's obviously like good and bad of social media. We've talked about it on the show before, but like running a professional sports team's social media would just—it seems like you you just run into all types of fucking great and weird people. Oh, it's a lonely life being a community manager. I I, I don't envy you. <laughs> <laughs> Did you do it before? No, but so so when they were coming into the office, they uh, Thomas and Chris met our social media guru here right. and he, oh, yeah. he was the community manager for Budweiser and Bud Light and everything for a while and just like just people like me tweeting him like the wise up scary movie guy bring it back um, but he just looks like he's like so stressed out all the time. like he's the only guy that works till nine in the office every night like yeah that's crazy so Rams who's winning the game tonight uh, Anaheim will win 3-1 because of Mike Smith. Okay. okay. There you go. Do you and it's also in, at the Honda Center, and, like, we have problems there. So. I wasn't going to bring it up, oh, yeah. but you brought it up. So do you think that uh, the curse will get broken one of these days, like, on a more consistent? It did. It, it did. It last season. Yeah. <laughs> no, I know, but just, like. On a more consistent basis? No, just, like, yeah. Like the <laughs> rep- it's done. Okay, hold on, hold on, hold on. <laughs> the reputation of them losing there all the time. Because now they're just like 1 in 30 there, so... Listen, okay, we, to be honest, giving Mike Smith the benefit of the doubt, he does play pretty well against Anaheim, and he does play well at the Honda Center, and he was the goalie when we broke the curse last season and he got a shutout. So, I mean, maybe yeah. that's why they're going with him tonight, but I don't know, let's hope we win because so, I hate the Honda Center, and I hate the Ducks. Fuck Ryan Kessler. True. Yeah, so, so what you're saying is that you love Mike Smith, right? That is so funny. <laughs> yeah, I have a question for you about the goaltending. This is the last one on goaltending for me, I promise. With all of the rumors around, like, Sergei Bobrovsky and some of the other goalies that are pending free agents, do you think you'd like a goalie like Bobrovsky in a market like Calgary? Because if they're going to solve their goaltending woes, do you think a more established goalie like a Bobrovsky who's still in his prime might be the way to go? Or do you think that you'd rather see what you have in guys like, you know, Tyler Parsons and Redditch and some of their prospects? Um, so I was actually talking with a writer who writes for Blue Jacket stuff, and he was telling me about Bobrovsky, and apparently Bobrovsky is asking for, like, almost carry price money. Oh, my god! And I'm like, I wouldn't mind, obviously, a goalie like Bobrovsky, but the Flames could absolutely not afford him, especially when they need a re-sign Matthew Kuchuk this year as well. Um, but, yeah, I think, honestly, imagine this Flames team with Mika Kiprasov. That would be golden but yeah they they need some other goalie i just don't know who because there aren't a whole lot in the market right now 
Yeah. Which just kind of sucks. Well, my, my whole thing with goalies is that, like, there's only a handful that actually make a difference, and I think Bobrovsky's one of those. So if they could actually get him, that it actually, again, make a difference, other than just, like, trying to tread the waters of, like, getting budget goalies like Mike Smith and, like, <laughs> uh... But Sean, like, they, like they, who would who would be the guy like, uh, like coming up next year would be like the oh, jersey the jersey that Vegas hung off the crossbar for that one game. Oh yeah. How about Kerry Ramo? Oh, get that guy, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god. We could get Ramo or like Hiller back. You just let me know, I'll make yeah. the call. <laughs> Alright, I'll let you know. <laughs> but like like the Flames should just go all in on the gold team because that's obviously a thing that they've been missing. It's yeah, almost, but it's right. like them and the Flyers have been constantly just been without goalies. So, like, just finally solve this problem. They should just, like, go all in and be like, okay, fuck it. Let's go pay overpay for this guy. That will actually make a difference. I disagree because, realistically, how much money do you think Kachuk's going to make, Rams? Uh, I would say around the six. six. I don't know exactly, but I would say probably around, like, six, seven million. Okay. But I don't think they want to pay him more than... Giordano or Gaudreau, and they both get six point seven five million. He's right. gonna he's gonna get like uh he's the type of guy that'll go for a deal. I think he'll be like five and a quarter or something like that. Nylander for would, Kachuk, who says no? Oh my god! <laughs> I'm sure. I, I honestly think Kachuk will probably sign around six point twenty five or six point five million, probably around Monahan money. Right. Yeah. Yeah. But it's right out of his ELC though. Like that's the thing. I guess those guys did that same thing. Yeah, but didn't those guys get it? Didn't Monahan get a bridge first? No, no, no. He's Monahan signed right. eight years. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You're right. You're right. Yeah. Sorry, I'm thinking of somebody else. But like, yeah, Bennett, even Bennett's when you, on a bridge right now. That's who I'm thinking of. Wouldn't yeah. you just like rather just trade like Travis Hamonic and then use that extra like under four mil and then pay your goalie ten mil? No. Nope. But Travis Hamonic is such a good guy. He's not. Well, he's a okay. good guy. Okay, don't you be disrespectful to him. It's okay. I, I, hey, when we were listing our, like, hot guys, I said he was hot. And you said oh, he, he was hot. Oh, fuck, yeah. I forgot that he was, Carter wasn't on that. No, it was so just us two. We were talking the about one, The one time person. Chris got oh, sorry, told I didn't to talk about to hot guys, I wasn't on. But I gave you guys the idea to rank the flames. That home. was a, a Rams question, yeah. if I had so I think I think every episode has a Rams question, because she's the only one that listens. Yeah, works for me. I'll take it. We like her. Uh, yeah, I think it, I just think it's like just bad cap management. Yeah, because who else do they have coming up that they would have to invest some money in aside well, from Kachuk? I think the the biggest is Kachuk because they already have Monahan, Gaudreau, Lindholm, and Backlund signed long term. Uh, James Neal, I guess, is also signed. I guess Sam Bennett would be the only other guy. Yeah, I was gonna I don't say think he's gonna get paid a whole lot. I was so, gonna say you have to pay for that fourth overall pick, right? I love his the highest ever pick in Flames history. So great. Do you like? Are you like a lover or a hater of Sam Bennett? I was really happy when we drafted him because I'm like, wow, he fell to the number four pick. Like he was at one point projected as the first overall pick, but I don't know, man. He's just not. It's I, hard. I have a love hate relationship with him because on one hand I want to give him a chance. On the other hand, I'm like, man, it's way past that. Yo, uh, are, you're going to stick around for us to go through some of our, like, me whooping these guys' ass fantasy league, right? Uh, okay, sure. Let's do it. All right. Let's do it right now.
Just win, baby. Just win, baby. Okay, Thomas, tell me I'm still beating you guys. So, I have the unfortunate news that, yes, you are still beating Yes! Oh, fuck, I thought you were going somewhere different. One, one step closer to a Sam oh, Bennett flaming hey. horse jersey. Hey, I have the flames, so Ram should be on my side. Well, I'm, Hell yeah. I'm still in third. So, yeah, Carter, you're in third with 67 wins total. Pretty uh, close to 69 wins, though. You still, okay. have the, you still have the Preds, but you have the, like, the wild Canadians... The Wild yes. Canadians. <laughs> wild Canadians. Um, and then I'm in second with 73 wins total. And then, because uh, I have the Leafs and stuff, and Flames, of course, with nine total wins. Yeah, I think you picked the Flames to, like, appease Rams, too. That's the yeah. best Thank part. Thank you. Yeah, no, uh, I yeah. got you. Yeah, you can go. Um, so, <laughs> so, How many does Chris have? And then uh, Chris has 77 total wins. Uh-huh. Unreal. I know, it's crazy. How yeah. much how many more wins do I have on you guys? So you have 77 on him. 77, 73, 67. So it's really spreading apart now. What did I say the jersey was that I was gonna get Sam, if I won? Sam Bennett. No, no, I, I make a new kind of bit every episode. Uh were you gonna do an Athens to see you Barry Cole's jersey? No. No, oh, no. <laughs> we were joking. We were I would do sh- that though. <laughs> yeah, you don't. We were gonna put Shifley on your Winnipeg. Oh yeah, Shifley on my existing Jets yeah. jersey that Carter bought me. I remember. Guys, I remember. while you talk about this, I'll be back in like literally a minute. Okay. okay. We got you. All good. Have fun. Um, yeah, we'll, we'll go back and see. My, I, I think mine was a Carlson Sharks, like a teal. Yeah, it was. The black one. The, the black the the third jersey. Oh, okay, the stealth yeah. jersey. What was yours again? Oh, oh, Thomas wants a, um, a Stamkos Tampa jersey. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the fading to gray. <laughs> yeah, I would actually love that. <laughs> yeah. It would just be funny because I would be getting it for free. So the only third jersey that I'm like comfortable talking about is the St. Pat's one. Yeah. I like of the ones that leaked. Dude, the green so, is Should we sick. talk about those? Yeah, let's wait for Ramsey. I would have rather they went with the all green with the white accents rather than the white with the green accents. Yeah. Like what they did with Sardine. Yeah. Okay, well, the good uh, news is... I don't like them. I'm winning. It's just, you so, know, for me, it's... It's about like, the just, W. It's a trip. Like, it's... It's a pleasure. Like, the, the, I love winning. There's I a love, lot of hockey left. All I'm excited about is because my lowest team... Like, lowest amount of wins is the fucking St. Louis Blues. Okay, yeah. They're guaranteed to have more. And look how they started last year. They fell off. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I think, so excited for that to drop. <laughs> I think for me, like, I'm just so excited I beat you wimps, and that's okay. all that matters. Okay, but well, last, those are big last, words for November hockey. <laughs> yeah. Well, <laughs> say that to me when you guys are getting my jersey done at Real Sports. <laughs> oh, my God. But I did say that I want a Patrick Marlowe Seattle Thunderbirds jersey. Okay. Me too. Nice. Yo, Rams, if I win, here's what I'm willing to do for you. I'm willing to get you a Dougie Hamilton jersey of the Maple Leafs when he eventually gets traded here. 2021. I'm literally fucking hanging up. No, don't. <laughs> that is so disrespectful. Um, other consistent segment we have to have on now that we're in season Yeah. is the Fleming Knights. Yeah, we can do a quick Fleming Knights update, but before we do that, because I'll forget, Rams, do you have an Eastern Conference team that you like? Uh, the Hurricanes. 
Oh, yeah. Can you can you we had to ask. Yeah, no, I don't even know why I asked that. I was thinking you'd pick a team in the Atlantic. You'd be like, oh, you know, I fucking love the Senators, you know, big fan of Uber. Oh, I'm a... Well, I'm a big Senators fan now after that video. They're my favorite <laughs> team now, so... So it's... Every hockey player does that. Like, I know. It just sucks. It sucks that they got caught. Like, when was the last time... Okay, this is what I want to say about it. It, like, is a huge invasion of privacy, even though it's apparently technically legal. The first thing I said, like... And he, it sucks because everybody complains about their boss. But at the same time, it is incredibly funny. And I'm really happy it happened because hockey's so boring. And I feel like we like needed this little shake up, you know. Well, that that fucker probably sold the video to the Sens, then went and leaked it after he got his money. Oh, like it was. Did you see that thing about how apparently this Mark Stone said that the Senators had the video a day before it went, it was released? Yeah. So people are like joking around, like so he um, like I bet what if the Senators released that themselves? No, like, that guy definitely. <laughs> so- Yo, you know where it came from? I'm just putting my conspiracy <laughs> theory hat on. Yeah, Melnick doesn't know how to use Twitter. No, that's not it. No, 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 no. This is what happens. So the Uber driver goes, "Who can I hurt most with this?" And then he sends the video to Michael Stone. Michael Stone hasn't been doing anything. Michael Stone? Agreed. He's been a healthy scratch. He's sewered himself. Michael Stone then sends the video to his brother. And I leave you guys with The Uber driver had no idea who they were. He was like, like he had no idea. He was like, wait, what team do you play for? That's the problem. They shouldn't have said what team they play for because then it's instantly be like, okay, that's a professional sports team. Yeah. Okay. Who who here has... I think that he would release the video. Yeah. Have you guys ever lied to somebody to their face about where you work so that you wouldn't have to talk to them about it? I do it literally every fucking day. Yeah. I'm a horrible liar. So like, especially face to face, my face will go like beat red and stuff. So I don't think I lie often to people, but I probably have at some point. But I'm not a big liar, so fuck you guys. Okay, there you go. She's honest. Well, no, so we everyone just asked Chris for discounts. Yeah, hey, I need a new. Yeah, anyways, we won't get into it. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I don't know. What was like? Who do you think was like the most? Uh, what's the term? Affected by? No, no, no. Like, who is the most? Fuck the word is like on the tip of my tongue. Like the most obviously, like I, like account. Nah, fuck! I can't think of the words. Who is the standout in the video? Yeah, like who is the person that was like the most? Who was the ringleader? Yeah, like the ringleader. Who was the guy at the front? Was that Chris Weidman? This is Chris yeah, Weidman. Chris Weidman. Yeah. I think it was him because he was doing a lot of the talking, wasn't he? He was. He was, yeah. and he, was, he, was, he was talking a lot. He was prodding a lot, but like I go back to like first thing, like you said, and I fully agree. Um, like. Enormous like privacy issue, um, but sorry, I keep putting my bag into the Reese's pieces. <laughs> it's making so much noise. Sorry, but at the end of the day, like like everyone does it, every team does it, every player in the history of hockey has done that. It's just so unfortunate that the Ottawa Senators at this point in time got caught doing it. Right. Just because there's such a tire fire right yeah. now. It's, it's like, the best team to ha- for it to happen, though, because, like, it's just instantly more baggage to just pile on them, though. Like, if this happened to, like... So, Borowiecki's getting the C now. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But, like, but say if this happened to, like, 
don't know, I'm picking like the fucking Columbus Blue Jackets or whatever, <laughs> and like they're well, obviously Tortorella would like actually punch them or whatever, but um, like if it happened to a random team, we'd be like funny and then go away. But this is like just on top of just adding to the pile of garbage that all of Ottawa is dealing with, which is just so fucking funny to me. I, no, I think my favorite thing about the whole thing was the it was like tweet from the Senators account like oh we've paired with Uber <laughs> like oh, yeah. like get to get well, to and from the game safely and it has like Uber on the 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 score like the, the light box and then yeah, it's got yeah. the the Megatron that, around the ring that was and even like, last night last night the guy didn't even like the game operations people didn't even think like oh we should probably well I guess they couldn't just cancel their like their yeah. sponsorship to Uber but it was like that's just so fucking yeah awkward. someone was like I well this is awkward shot straight <laughs> no <up>. it was <laughs> it's I've seen like yeah it's as someone who like works for a team, they yeah they wouldn't be able to do that because when sponsorships happen, you have to keep it consistent yeah. throughout the entire season. So like when a goal happens, our sponsors last year were Alberta Turkey. So like this goal brought to you by Alberta Turkey, and we would have to do that the whole year. Like it's not like we can just change it halfway through. Wait, what's so, yeah, Alberta Turkey? To, well, what I don't, does it sound like? <laughs> no, 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 no. What is, is it like? Is it like a slaughterhouse? Like what is it? I don't even know. They, like, kind of, like, give recipes on, like, turkey. We're honestly, for the three times a year you cook turkey, come yeah. to us. Al- Alberta turkey. This episode of Hosers is brought to you by Alberta turkey. <laughs> was it the flames, like, their thing was, like, the subway? Oh, yeah, now it's Subway Eat Fresh, and, like, everybody makes jokes about Every, it now. Yeah. It's just this year, though, it started. I love I love Alberta. I gotta find out what Alberta turkey is. It's probably like maple leaf, like cold cut. Yeah, it's probably like a cold cut. Yeah, like butterball. Uh, we did a video for them, and it was honestly like such a fun video. We filmed it at Kristen Haig's house, and like we had five players, and they were just cooking turkey and like making a recipe from the site. But then like they never like washed their hands between like oh. the raw turkey and like doing other stuff. So like we had to like leave a a part like blank and like skip like pretend we're skipping to the next scene and they're like oh can you guys like maybe leave a message saying make sure to wash your hands (laughs) (laughs) oh my god (laughs) that's unbelievable oh my god it's a fun video though I love it yo yo it's all you bro well, I was just going to segue into our next thing. Oh, yeah. I haven't seen this yet. So, Fuck. So speaking of washing... No, I don't want to see it. <laughs> I don't care. Speaking of Alberta it. turkey. So speaking of washing your hands, like how Mike Fisher washes hands of the NHL. Oh, I could... Oh. Yeah, I think I could get a I'm giving myself that. a clap for that segue. Yeah, that's okay. Um, I was so, going to say, like... Speaking of washing your hands, like Carrie Underwood has done from Mike Fisher and all the tabloids. Well, that sucks. That's not as good. Okay, That's sorry. Yeah, yeah, sorry. So, Mike Fisher released a music video. This is what he's doing in his retired days. Fuck, I'm horrified. Um, of course, he's married to so Carrie, Carrie Underwood, so he is able to parody her song, but he's basically doing a, I think it's for this company, Catch and Deers? Alberta Turkey? Alberta Turkey. Okay. <laughs> uh... It's for this company, Catch and Deers, that instead of before he cheats, like the Carrie Underwood Oh, no. Before she bleats, like the deer. Oh, Uh, that's not... No, no. not not bleats, not bleats, but like 
please like, just listen. <laughs> so, have you already heard this, Rams? Well, he sent Thomas sent it to me, and I was like working on something with this other guy, and like we were both just like in this room, and it started playing. And right when Mike Fisher started singer singing, he was even like, "What the fuck are you listening to?" And I was like, "I don't fucking know." And then I turned it off, so I didn't even listen to the okay. whole thing. Uh, so okay. I have to, I just have to play it right now. I'm gonna see if I can skip to it when he sings. Show me. I need to see what he's dressed like. He's hot. Oh. Like, he's not a bad hot. looking guy. He's, Fisher is hot. Uh, is he safe? Yeah. Oh, he's got the cans on right now. How long is this? Okay, I won't I won't play the whole thing, but it'll just be like the verse and chorus. Right now. Has Roman Yossi seen this? <laughs> <laughs> oh my so god. Right. Let's fast forward to the chorus. Is he broke? No. Is he hard up for money? I think he's sponsored by this company. And they were like, okay, picture this. <laughs> and this is a good idea. You need, that, you need to ask Carrie first, though. So, <laughs> Rams, did you just dump a glass of water on your computer after you saw this, or what? Yeah, I did, actually. That's why, like, my computer, like, my keyboard is kind of sticky. Yeah, it's okay. Yeah, sure. Okay, wait, that sounds gross. That's sticky water? Sticky, but that's only because I spilled rum and coke on it once. Love that. I don't know how you guys can say Mike Fisher is not hot. He's not hot. He's he's hot in like a... He's got class. He's got all-American good looks. If I was a, <laughs> if I was a racist, he's hot I think he's as hot. as like, like <laughs> Albertans would think he's hot. Yeah, oh, yeah. Exactly. Hot. He, yeah, he, he'd it's get so down off that rig looking all dirty and sweaty and he'd... Yeah. Jump into his Ram 250. And, uh, <laughs> gross. I hate it. Car was named after me, hey? <laughs> yeah, fun fact, I'm the name behind the Dodge Ram. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> All right, yo, uh, we got to get into the mailbag segment. Oh, shit. It's game time, and I know, Rams, you're going to come with some heat on these questions. All or, right, I'm ready. Rather answers, because they're questions for you. So we're turning the... Turning the tables a little bit. Dude, you know where to find the questions, right? <laughs> I can find the questions. Should we talk about the Fleming Knights while Thomas yeah. finds them? Can we tell you guys a funny story that happened at our hockey tournament while you're looking it up? Yeah, sure. Yeah. All right, so as you guys know, Carter and I uh, coach a hockey team. Carter's the boss, and I just uh, hang out behind him in his shadow. He's the culture guy. He's I culture am. coach Chris. Yeah, they think I'm so fun. I get to do the special team stuff, and I'm like, power play behind the net, let's go! And it's great. I don't, really enjoy it. Don't listen to Carter. <laughs> yeah, I'm always, I'm like, I'm the fun dad. But anyways, uh, so we had a tournament this past weekend, and Carter and I... Uh, 
We learned a lot about ourselves and about one of our players, Nico. Carter, you tell the story because I don't know if I can do it the same justice that you can. So the we walk into the dressing room, and I'm not sure like if you've been around like a men's hockey dressing. It's well, disgusting. Well, no, you wouldn't because like you don't really bring girls back to your dressing room. Well, of, of either side, like if it's a men's dressing room or a women's dressing room, you don't you bring, other bring the opposite yeah, so back necessarily. It's, it's stinky. It's disgusting. Like the there's a stinky equipment everywhere. There's garbage everywhere. Normally naked guys everywhere. Yeah, which isn't so bad depending. Oh, yeah. yeah, my kind of walkover. <laughs> <laughs> And then Mike Fisher walks through the door. Uh, no, Dougie Hamilton walks out of the shower stall. Yeah, yeah. Um, Reading a book. And so Chris and I, it's like a lunch break. We have like a two and a half hour break between games. And we come into the room just to like put some of our stuff down so we can sign some forms. And the youngest kid in our team. Who's 17 years old. Fresh, 17. Fresh into college. I walk into the room and I, I look to my right, like around the corner. <laughs> And, like, a cloud of jewel vape. Like, <laughs> like he was vaping in the fucking <laughs> locker room. He was vaping in the locker room. Just wait. Just wait. It gets better. When the smoke clears, there's two chicks sitting on either <laughs> side of this 17-year-old kid. He brought two... What? Ran- not, not random girls, but two girls into the room and didn't tell any of us. One was his girlfriend... Oh and I was like, God. who's uh, the other? I don't Just know. Just another girl. We don't know who she is. But I was like, oh, okay. Oh, like, locker room smells so bad. Like, I've gone into the Inferno locker room right after a game, and it's just, like, so sweaty. Oh, and, like, it so, just smells um, like B.O. It's word? gross. Like, can, can, it's musty. or Like, yeah. with the seat when it's, like, very sweaty and very, like... It's, it's like a boiler room, and, like it's. Yeah. And so th- his girlfriend gets up and kisses him and leaves. <laughs> <laughs> and I don't know what to say. Like I, I, like half of me was like, "Okay, Nico, grab your shit and like go you're home." Done. With them. You're not playing for the rest of the tournament. But then the other part was like, "That's all like, right. That's kind of cool." Yeah, like. <laughs> It was so insane. And, like, the craziest part of it, the whole story, is that me and the other coach, Coach Dan Carter, was, like, beside himself for a few minutes. So we walk back into the lobby, and the girls are sitting out there with the captain of our team. And they say to Dan and I, hey, would you guys buy us some sour keys? (laughs) And we're like, like, yeah, okay, sure. (laughs) Then we remember they're probably in high school and didn't get their allowance yet. Yeah, (laughs) it was honestly so fucked. And then after that game, it totally threw Carter off. We played the worst game of our tournament shortly after. And I want to paint a picture. So imagine a head coach and his assistant coaches on the bench and the players, obviously. Imagine if the head coach had just had enough of what he saw, flipped over a garbage can and just sat on it. That's what Carter did. He was so fucking angry at how bad the team played in the first period. He flipped a garbage can over and just sat there and didn't even watch the rest of the the first period. So, to, like a preamble to this story, we played two hockey games. We should have won both of them. They played amazing hockey. The first one was a little rocky, and I was a bit disappointed. The second one, we played a lot better. The third game is the worst, worst 
like three periods of hockey I've ever seen. We did not deserve to win, but we did win and, and just win, baby. And that's yeah. why. And I like to this day I feel bad of like what I said to them because I was like, <laughs> yeah, you were pretty savage. I was like, I. I told them I felt embarrassed for them that people had to see them play. And like then that. he just like slammed the door. It was great. Good times. But that's why I flipped the garbage bin over and sat and just didn't. It's like you guys can just run the lines. Like I didn't even. Rams, could you ever see yourself being interested in coaching at some point in your life? Um, no, but only because I'm a really big pushover and I don't think I can like tell people what to do, you know? I feel you. I feel you. I only mention it just because it's, like, crazy how accessible coaching is if you want to, like, get into it. Like, Carter and I are so lucky that way that, you know, Carter and I have a bit of a background together with that, but it's it's honestly the best. And it makes me feel like I can, you know, fix these people a little bit. I'm like, get off the Snapchat, read a book, you know. (laughs) You can try, and then they can play the worst three periods of hockey. After, like, I was, I didn't have a voice by the end of that game. It was, it was pretty great, but yeah, the guy vaping in the room with his girlfriend and the other girl was just, it was like, honestly, like, out of a movie. Yeah. So funny. But anyways, all right, let's get into the mailbag, and let's move along here. Here's the mail, it never fails. It makes me want to wag my tail. When it comes, I want to wail. Suck it, Fanos. What do you got in the mailbag, Thomas? So in the mailbag, to start it off, we have a banger. Um, From Sabrina the Teenage Bitch, at your unbearable, Maya. Um, (laughs) I love Maya. That's that's great. That's a great handle. Yeah. Uh, Sabrina the Teenage Bitch? Yeah, Maya. Well, just good for, well, she might need a new one for November. Or is that a handle that she that's, has all the time? That's the uh, name. No, she changes it a lot. Okay, yeah. Don't, I don't know about this stuff. You guys just... Let's <laughs> move My is cool. My is cool. Um, no salary retained with him. Okay, shut the fuck up. Okay. <laughs> okay, uh, what's the question? So speaking of cool, uh, Rams, how are you so cool? That's what she asks. Honestly, like, someone's born with it, you know? <laughs> Maybe like she's born with my it. Fans. Maybe it's Maybelline. Yeah. Yeah, I can't true. answer that. that. That's it. That's my answer. Yeah. Okay. It's all natural. Also because I like hated myself growing up, so now I'm like I had to develop a personality. You know. You well, know how we it love is. you for it. That's Just, mm-hmm. yeah. the good news. Didn't I didn't say we all. Um, okay, this is from Dylan. Dylan Fremlin. No, Our, I don't want it. <laughs> yeah, I saw that question, and your response is great. So, uh, Ramina, do you miss Dougie Hamilton? Uh, yeah, fuck you, Dylan Fromlin. <laughs> Sorry, I just had to ask Dylan's question. Um, Understandable. So another one, just knocking them out. So from some guy or something, I guess, at Matt Bopes, why don't you miss Furland as much as Dougie? Yeah, I mean, the heart wants what it wants, you know? <laughs> I can't decide who I love, you know? So Also, like, Dougie's better than Furland, in my opinion. Like, way better, so... I guess that's why. There's your answer. And one's hotter than the other. Sometimes it's just as simple yeah. as that. We should, Honestly, yeah. I'm not even, like, attracted to Dougie or anything. I just, like, I want to be do you want us to, Do you want us to cut that is. out? That not attracted to Dougie? Yeah, you might regret <laughs> saying no, that. <laughs> you can cut it out, but I'm just saying, like, he's, like, my, I want to be his best friend. It's not like I want to, like, fuck him, you know? Yeah, yeah, I hear you. Yeah. Well, because, yeah, yeah, that's fair. I just worry about Freddie sometimes because Freddie, I don't know if anybody loves Freddie. <laughs> Mm, yeah. yeah. That's hard. Next question. Uh, okay, so from 
from Jake Baskin, as everyone follows him, Baskin Case. Um, Clever. I like that. Yeah. How good is Harvey's tongue game? Oh, <laughs> I don't know if I like that question. I would answer this, but, like, I knew the guy who was Harvey the Hound for, like, 15 years. And <laughs> new guy took over, and that's just weird. So, so how good is that guy's tongue game? <laughs> I can't. It's a new guy when you, guy. <laughs> if you read the fucking question, how, what is it? How good is, how good is Harvey's tongue game? I'm just like, nah, we're skipping that one. Honestly, it's probably really good, though. <laughs> yeah. Have you seen the size of his tongue? Um, yeah, true. Craig okay. McTav- Craig McTavish knows. Yeah, I was going to say ask McTavish. <laughs> <laughs> um, so from the famed Flames Twitter person, Book of Lube, the best person. Uh, okay, I love him. I yeah, love he's you, Flames He's not listening, shit. but. Um, she said, I have a question for Mia. Just who do you think you are anyway? <laughs> I don't know, man. That's my answer. That's it. Uh, you have to deal with... That was, to, that was supposed to be like a rhetorical question, Kay. Okay, sorry. I wasn't supposed to ask. Thomas hasn't seen a movie ever, so he doesn't really get sarcasm. <laughs> yeah. Hey. hey. Oh my God, okay, what's funny? So when my friend started dating this new guy, we met him at like the bar. This was like like three years ago. And we asked him what his major was, and he said film, film studies. And we're like, oh, and my friend was like, oh, cool, what's your favorite movie? And he's like, oh, I've never, he's like, I don't really watch movies. And we're like, what? And basically was, Thomas. Was yeah. Did your friend start dating? Did your friend fucking leave this guy? Because he. <laughs> no, they like live together now, and they just moved to is Toronto, he, actually. Is your friend Emily Faulkner? Yeah. <laughs> Does your friend find it weird that her boyfriend sleeps upside down in a closet? <laughs> Because this guy gives me the fucking creeps. <laughs> when people say shit like that, like, I got to Can I do a quick little rant? Yeah. Like, just a 30-second one? For, for me, it's like, you're just being fucking difficult. Like, I don't <laughs> yeah. watch, I don't movie watch movies. Like, <laughs> fuck out of here with that shit. Because, like, for me, like, at no point in your fucking childhood, your parents were like, we got to go make dinner, and you're going to watch fucking Aladdin for what? the next hour and a half. Like, there's no fucking way that that answer flies or imagine just meeting people and people are like hey it's really nice to meet you like we're gonna go get dinner and a movie and you're like oh i'm not much of a movie guy i'll get the okay. dinner part <laughs> yeah see you later bud so <laughs> so that's a separate thing but my personally like we still watch movies as a kid like it's not like i was like yeah just not any of the fucking good ones <laughs> evidently like we watch all the all the like the disney all like the current stuff but i just didn't backtrack and like watch Jurassic Park or Back to the Future. Okay, wait. While we're on the topic of Disney, who's the hottest Disney prince? Oh, I got an answer. I want to hear it? yours first, though. No, I'm not going. This is a question for you guys. Oh, oh true. Yes. If this, if you weren't on the show, this would have been your question for the week. So we should probably answer it. Uh-huh. Uh, for me, does it have to be a prince, or can it just be like a character? Oh, it could be. A- Beast, like Beauty and the Beast. Oh, it could also that. be. It could be a beast. <laughs> <laughs> Ew, the carpet no. from Aladdin. Ah, oh, the carpet. He's so sexy. <laughs> oh my god. So there was an episode that we did probably like a few, like a month or so ago. We were all drinking and we were reading Dougie <laughs> Hamilton fanfic. Did Thomas ever tell you that? He did. I think I may have listened to it, but I can't. It didn't. It it didn't. We had to edit it out because, like, we were crying laughing. You could basically see our boners through the pocket. Like, through your headphones. No, you couldn't. (laughs) And I think Thomas is into... Anyway, you know, we don't need to get into Thomas. Uh, John Smith Pocahontas. That's your, he's not. Oh, a, 
Oh, you're gonna go for the colonizer. Oh, oh, <laughs> true. Oh, oh my god. Just All be- Disney movies. Listen, okay, so just because you oh, don't understand, put your finger. Not <laughs> so. My Arab I was in a women's studies class in the university. <laughs> oh, okay. No, no, listen to that. Are so, you flexing on us? No, no, I'm not flexing. It's it was an 8 a.m. class, and like I was generally interested in the subject. Like it was one of my most interesting classes that semester. Okay. And so I enjoyed it. And one morning, all of these women are like, "Disney's ruining our childhood. It all these stories is. are racist, and they are pretty racist." So yes, they're all racist, but we all fucking grew up on Disney, and we all grew up okay. Like I understand that, like Walt Disney was. Yeah, like, I don't know. He was that a Nazi. Was, like he, yeah, this is a die a hell you're not going to die on, buddy. No, but I'm saying like. We all grew up on Disney, and look like what little harm it did to okay, all of us. Okay, I got it. You don't know me. What do you mean, what little harm? <laughs> oh my god! Yo, Rams. My answer would probably be uh, Hercules. Oh, oh, absolutely. He's so sexy. Yeah, and Thomas is looking up the Emperor from Emperor's New Groove. Yeah, that's, that's <laughs> probably my. I like a goofy guy. I like a goofy man. I'm gonna honestly isolate that audio and use it again. <laughs> I like a goofy. Man. Well, not, like if it was, if I was being serious, Aladdin probably. Yeah, Thomas likes Aladdin yes. with the septum Aladdin piercing and the neck tattoo. Like the one non-white <laughs> prince. Huh? So hell yeah, Aladdin is my dude too. Yeah. Hey, there's also the Mulan prince. So there you go. Oh, true. Yeah, yeah. What's his name? I don't know. Something like that. That's why I said Mulan prince. Yo, what's uh, what's the next question for Rams here? Uh, I think that might be it. Oh, that'll do. Yeah, I think uh, that was it. Yeah. Or yeah. your question. Yeah, well, I don't even remember what my question is. Read it to me. Uh, I have a question. What's Dougie Hamilton's address? <laughs> oh, yeah, I did ask that. I was going to say, we, sh- we should hard copy this episode. <laughs> 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 yeah. Oh, my God. All right, well... We do a segment that we don't have a name for because we always stutter over what it's called. But you, you know the rules, Ram. So you have to recommend something that is is new to you but old to everybody else and something that you're currently fucking with. It can be music. It can be, like, literally anything. A movie, anything you want. You're starting. Uh, oh, no. Can you guys start? Because I don't know. <laughs> so, I'm not ready. Yeah, we can do that. Yeah, think on it. Uh, Thomas, you go first. You always go Sorry, first. I'm so stressed about this. It does, yeah. Your answer is going to be good either way. I want to hear what Thomas's is. Um, so something old that I've been getting into uh, recently that I listened to a lot when I started listening to podcasts, but then I didn't. I kind of backed off a little bit. Uh, is actually the Jay and Dan podcast. Oh yeah. Uh, so it's like I never really, I didn't like them like for two years, and then I started listening to them again, and then it's just funny. I don't know. It's just like a cleanser from all like the super like deep podcast that I listen to. For me, it's a cleanser for sports podcasts because yeah. I love listening to hockey podcasts, but some of them it's just are like, way too serious, yeah, man. Yeah. Way too And serious. hopefully hopefully we're that to some people. <laughs> I, I know we are for a few oh, people are, who I've yeah. talked to because we talk about You guys are stuff. for me. Thank oh, you. Oh, thanks, Thank Rams. You. You're welcome. And we're like, we're like fucking Nivea. 
Like oh, a clip. Daily no, clip. you're oh not. No, we're not. <laughs> Leave the TV movie jokes to yeah, us, okay? Yeah. No, that's not a TV movie. <laughs> Dude, that joke's that's their ad campaign. No, I, all I know is that Nivea sponsors Liverpool, so that's all my. That's why I. Oh, we were talking about some fun. <laughs> I was some fun. Yeah. Yeah. And I bought a Liverpool jersey. And what's something new? Yeah, what's uh, other than your Liverpool jersey? Something, <laughs> something new is my. Uh, actually, something new that's abstract is my undying hate for Liverpool because they lost yesterday. Cool. <laughs> All right. Uh, yo, Rams. <laughs> Rams, are you uh, in uh, any other sport other than hockey, or do you, like, get down with soccer uh, at all? Yeah, I, like, follow along with baseball and basketball, and I do watch the CFL as much as I can. Um, and I, like, I kind of, like, watch soccer games in the morning with my dad because he's really into soccer. Yeah. He used to play it a lot, so... Uh, yeah, I don't know. I, I kind of like all sports, I guess. So, okay. Uh, okay, so we know what yours is. Carter, what's yours? Um, something old that I've been revisiting is the MGMT, oh. that first album. Okay. Really fucking good. Um, something new that I've been into. Smoking weed. <laughs> Yo, Rams, Carter got high for the first time in like 10 years the other night, and I thought he almost died. Oh my gosh, today we had to do, I had to do a presentation, and the other day this girl was saying how she makes edibles a lot, and today like out of the blue, she like I was like, oh, I smell the cinnamon bun, now I want a cinnamon bun, and she's like, oh wait, and she like pulled out a bunch of cookies and gave us cookies, and I like, I ate two of them, and then one of the girls was like, oh my god, wait, are these edibles? And then I was like, oh my god, no, we have to present in literally two minutes, and she's like, oh my god, no, they're not. I was like, that would have been so bad. So I, I hate the feeling of being high. <laughs> like was, he, I looked at him, Rams. He was literally like sitting on the couch like this, and then his eyes would like open a bit, and then close <laughs> them again. It was awesome. I was like twelve year old high Carter. Yeah, <laughs> like, it was honestly like an almost thirty year old man was like couch bound. Like. Yeah, and we were watching Borat too, so that was oh, it. Was nice. I find, I find sports high is like the best thing. Uh, nothing. I think it'd be too thing. much for no, me. No, like man. it's like, but it's great. Like re- when I was in high school, and I smoked a lot more. Wrestling was like my thing. Oh, I'd yeah. like back in high school, I was ripping poppers in the garage. I, <laughs> no, 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 I, I had a lot of friends that ripped poppers a lot. Yo, no, we should I'm, start calling Thomas like like a cool weed nickname. Popper Preston. Oh. <laughs> Thomas Preston Williams. Okay. Uh, no, the new thing that I'm into is I've been someone at work puts plain Greek yogurt into their oatmeal. Okay, that's um, not that weird. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I've weird? never, I'd never seen like normally you put milk in it. And I'm, yeah, okay. Well, have you never had that before? That's just like a yogurt parfait. Like, what are you talking? No, about? but like no. hot oats, and then they put oh, plain hot. Greek yogurt into it. Yeah. Yo, so there's a rumor that Danny Wilson, Danny, I know you listen, you motherfucker. He started this rumor at our job that I microwave my like Danan yogurt, <laughs> <laughs> and like people at work will see me eating because I eat it every, every day, and he goes. Or not he, but like people will be like, you uh, you microwave that, 
And it's so, like, it honestly deflates my entire morning. People just walk by and put their finger in it. Yeah, but it's, it's not even, like, it's not even funny. And, like, I had one guy that was like, honestly, dude, it's probably pretty good. <laughs> so stupid. But Listen, dude, you could wear joggers like me. Yeah. I don't, my, my body type doesn't work with joggers because I got a fat ass, so it doesn't, not a good look for me, but. That is... What? Did you guys hear Chris warms up his room? <laughs> yeah, it's like such a stupid... But like of any rumor that's ever been spread about me, that by far is the funniest. That's not bad. It could be worse. All right, Rams, do you know what yours are? Uh, your, your old and new is? Um, I don't really know about my old. Uh, my new, I'll go with that first. Uh, I've been listening to the Vince Staples album, his oh. new one that just came out. Really good. Uh, I don't know. I really like, like the actual songs, but the interlude and filler stuff is like... Kind of average, I guess. I don't know. I I like his new album. It's pretty good. Okay. Uh, old, something old. I honestly have no idea. Um. Let's see if we can help you find an old. Uh, Dougie Hamilton in a Flames jersey. <laughs> oh, please don't do that That's to me. So sad. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> uh, something old. That's something old. She's always into. That you have an appreciation for. I don't know. Like Mike Smith is old. She doesn't have an appreciation for Oh, right, 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 right. James um, Neal. Um, not that old, I guess. I don't know, guys. I didn't think about this. I needed, like, three days to Okay. Prepare. Well, when you let us know, yeah. we'll, we'll add it into a future episode or the next time we have you on. For me... Okay, sounds good. My something old is just uh, Halloween candy. Uh, let me explain. Oh. Yeah, no, because Halloween candy, like, as an adult, like, we, we told the story on the previous episode about me framing my brother. Um, so, it's funny <laughs> oh because... God, have you seen his bed? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 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 you should check under his pillow. Uh, but, uh, yeah, so Robin texted me while we were recording, and she goes, did you eat all the fucking Reese's Pieces peanut butter cups? <laughs> and I straight up ate probably 15 of them since Christmas. If you listen to Since that, Christmas, since Halloween. If you listen to, I think, three, how many episodes ago? When I was eating them. The last time we recorded at Anomaly, yeah. I was eating them. Anyways, we have we have like tape proof. That it's <laughs> bad, but like Reese Minis, Reese peanut butter cups are like elite tier yeah. fucking candy for me. Well, the beautiful thing about being an adult is like you don't have to go door to door. You can go to the store, yeah, and buy exactly what you want. Yeah, <laughs> well, and if I did do that on Halloween, they'd probably call the cops. So. That new fucking you can get fucked. I'm not sure if it's <laughs> this way out in Calgary, but in Ontario, I can't wait for this. If you're over the age of 16, you can get a 355 or $350 misdemeanor for trick or treating. What? A misdemeanor? Yeah. <laughs> so the, if a cop sees you and you appear to be over 16 and they check your ID and you're over 16, they can write you a $350 ticket in Ontario. That's insane. That's so also, bad. I have a controversial opinion. Let's hit me with it, Rams. I don't like Reese's Pieces. Oh, my um, fuck. Do you not watch so movies sorry. either? Like, are you, <laughs> I, no I wonder you and Thomas are friends. Wait, what's, what's your go-to candy instead? Um, I don't even know. Uh, I just like, like, plain chocolate. Like, Hershey's are always a good one. Yeah. Or, like, 
Caramel. Caramel. I would kill a man for some caramel. Yeah, see, you're Thomas. So Tom, sounds like you have any Werther's in your office, man? Yeah. Okay, no, 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 caramel, caramel is good. I could get by. I was caramel. more confused when you said candy and you were talking about chocolate. I'm not, oh, we're not oh, getting... Oh, right. Thomas has this... I saw your tweets it's about that. Su- it's honestly thing. the okay. fucking stupidest cake in the world. Is candy. <laughs> chocolate is candy. No, it's so dumb. No, also, candy. I know what my something old is. Let's hear it. It's the sweater that I am wearing that I have not worn for a year because it's like cold again, you know. Okay, okay. So uh, that's my something else. No, that that's good. That's the whole idea. If it's sudden that you here, hold on. I'll turn my camera on to show you guys. All right, let's second. see. We need to we need to go to the screen. There you go. That's it. Oh, it's like see a whole it? sweater. Yeah, that's a nice looking sweater. Okay, thanks, guys. Now I'm turning the camera off. Okay. Okay, that was cool. Uh, okay, so I think we we talked about that. My something new is just silencing fucking Thomas when he has stupid takes. That's my something new. Same as my something new. I changed mine. So final, final <laughs> thought on this, because I don't want this to be long. I think about it's candy. It's already long. <laughs> I think about candy like sugary, sour keys, uh, gummy bears. It's because you're from England, mate. It's because you're from... Oh. You go for the bonbon down at the shop, mate. <laughs> but, like, I, I just think, like, about that stuff, and then chocolate's a whole different thing. Okay. Like, when you say candy, I think, like, rockets. Like, yeah. Well, that's all the time we have for the mailbag. <laughs> so, yo, uh, Rams, as we wind down, where can people find you on the internet? Uh, find me on Twitter, uh, at Romina Schlaw. Uh, that's basically it. Don't find me on Facebook or Instagram. Uh, but yeah, that's, uh, that's about it. <laughs> that's Actually, the no, best way. That's fine too, but I'm just, like always sarcastic and don't post great things. That was awesome. Don't find me on. That was awesome. Are you writing anything these days at all, Romina? I do. Where can people find? Well, I guess you I could have said that too. Okay, I uh, I write um, weekly Inferno reports for Flames Nation. And then I also, uh, I'm like the editor of this Flames blog called Flame for Thought. Yeah, we are a nation network. Uh, we're not, it's not an official deal or anything, but uh, we're basically <laughs> okay, like... Yeah, I just mentioned the Flames Nation thing, that's cool. <laughs> well, here's the thing. Fuck fan-sided. No, I'm just joking. Uh, uh, that's what I went for. <laughs> oh, fuck. <laughs> Sorry, I didn't mean fan-sided. What's, what's the other one? SB Nation. SB Nation, yeah. Ah, oh, fuck. Forget it. I can't do I'll this. Agreed. Fuck fan-sided. <laughs> okay. Uh, okay, so people can find you there. Thomas, what do you have to say for yourself? Uh, you can find me at no salary retain, no E in the last D. That's I'm trying to cut that down. I don't know what to... I think we have some ideas. Uh, so, okay. We'll continue working. Uh, and then you can find my writings at Wings Nation and Leafs Nation. Nation Network represent motherfuckers. Hell yeah. Okay. Uh, and yeah, that's about it. Perfect. And Carter? At Carter Lupel. Perfect. And uh, I don't write anything... Uh, I'm on the internet at Killing 9 You can find me there. Uh, another quick thing I'll add, uh, Ramina, what do you want the intro song to be this week? Oh, that's a good one. Make it something, uh, ooh, I don't know. Oh my God, I don't know. Uh, something Tupac. Make it something Tupac. Like changes? Yeah, you gotta make a change. Changes is a classic, yes. Okay, I could do, I could do that Wait, for you. I have one thing to say about your podcast. Go ahead. So I left, uh, I left like a, like a response on like the like Apple podcast weeks ago maybe like two months ago I left a little comment little review and it has not been published and I just want to know why 
That's a good question. Um, Thank you. I don't know who at Apple deals with that, but <laughs> I will send an email. Uh, the, the, the reply was something like, I think it was like, oh, it's pretty good, except for that Thomas guy. He's <laughs> yeah, that's <laughs> good. Uh, that's what everyone says. I about. honestly don't know, but I got an email from Apple today that says that we're going to get to see like way more like advanced statistics around the show. So yeah, oh, let, hell yeah. let me see what I can find there. So some, congrats uh, on you guys getting your most listened to episode this week. Yeah, oh, honestly, we're like, uh, it's currently uh, Lexi's episodes number one right now. So you guys will be, be here. Lexi, I'm beating you. I love it. Ramina, thanks for coming on. We're yeah. so, so thankful. Uh, and this like all joking aside, it's so cool to me that uh, that you came on, and I know that we've, you know, joked about having you on for a while. But thank you for making time for this stupid little show. Glad we could talk flames with you. And yeah, we got to get you on again. And in Inferno. And Inferno. And Inferno. Yeah, All the fiery so things. That. That's so sexist of you. Oh, don't no, do that. We're the colonizer. We were doing so Thomas doesn't watch movies. All right, guys. We'll see you again uh, next week. Remember, you can like and subscribe the podcast, but don't leave any comments on our uh, Apple podcast because <laughs> they it won't don't show get up. published. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, feel free to listen on SoundCloud, and we'll see you next time. Thanks, Ramina. Thanks for having me on, guys. Bye. 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 Come on, come on. That's just the way it is. Things will never be the same.